building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today we are revisiting an extremely, extremely important topic that ideas are nothing without execution. I truly see this problem all the time where people are stuck in analysis paralysis or they are information collectors. Like people will read two books a month or even more than that. And it's great to take in all of that information, but what exactly are you doing with it? Don't be just an information collector. Make sure that you take your ideas and execute on them. And we're going to talk about that in this revisited episode. Welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is ideas are nothing without execution. I think this is something that a lot of us really struggle with. And my policy on it is that knowledge is nice, but it's what you actually do with the knowledge that counts. So we are going to talk through how I go about taking action on the things that I read and the things that I learn. I meet so many people that are knowledge collectors, I guess you could say. They're always consuming, but they don't actually do anything with the information. If you are one of those people that reads 50 books a year and you're constantly listening to podcasts or you're consuming the news, is your mind too full to actually do anything with it? I honestly think that's pretty common. And sometimes taking in too much information can be paralyzing. You can get into analysis paralysis and you don't know what to do next. And when that happens, most commonly, we do nothing. So versus telling a bunch of stories about it today, I think we all know these people or maybe we are these people and really you could be this person in any period of your life. Like sometimes I'm more of a knowledge collector. Sometimes I feel more capable of doing something with the knowledge, but I urge you to reduce the amount of information that you're taking in. (laughs) I mean, this is ironic because you're listening to a podcast, but look at the podcasts that you are subscribed to and reduce them. If you are subscribed to 8, 10, 15 podcasts and you're only getting to a few a week, I would unsubscribe. Like, Make sure that the podcasts that you are listening to actually work for you. That is why I keep this one really short because I want it to be something that works into your schedule and works in your life, not like these crazy hour and a half long interviews every week or like 10 episodes a week. It's just impossible to keep up. The next question is, how many news sources are you subscribed to? How many newsletters are you getting? It's time to consider reducing those. A few tips that I can give are I use unroll.me to manage all of the like informational email blasts that I get. So for example, I'm subscribed to a bunch of different marketing newsletters and marketing websites because of course I want to stay up to date on my craft, but I don't want them landing in my inbox and clogging it up every day. So unroll allows you to get 
one long email of all of those emails kind of rolled up in one place. And then I can look through it and see if anything looks interesting and select maybe an article or two to read when I have time and they don't just sit in my inbox and, you know, make my mind unhappy. I like my inbox to be a very clean place. Actually, I have, ooh, I have like 25 emails in it right now. And that's a little much for my preference. Um, Another thing that you should do, I've preached this one million times. So if you haven't done it, do it already. Turn off the notifications on your phone. You do not need notifications from the New York Times every time something bad happens in the world. Every time a politician does something terrible and they write about it, you don't need those. And again, it's just clouding your mind. I find that turning off all of those notifications and unsubscribing or deleting the apps, it makes me go and look for information when I want it, but I'm not taking in that information all the time, kind of passively and unintentionally. That has helped a lot. Next, I would figure out how much information you can take in and actually do something with. For me, I would say this varies. I try to read a book a month and sometimes I read more than that. Sometimes I'll go on vacation and read like three books and I'm just on a roll. Sometimes it takes me a whole dang quarter to get through a book that I'm struggling with or I feel like I don't have time, which really just means I'm not prioritizing it. Sometimes I read one business book and then I read one or two fiction pieces because it gives my mind a little bit of a break. It's entertaining. I think that reading fiction helps the creative part of your mind and it also opens your mind to to new things, to to new people, to new situations, new stories. So that is, I mean, I don't have a hard and fast rule about how much I'm reading, but I try to stick to about a book a month. Next, figure out what acting on the information actually looks like to you. There are so many books that prescribe like a whole system that you have to implement. Like every book that I have ever read in my attempt to become a morning person, which has never happened by the way, it gives you a whole system. Like you have to wake up, you have to do this, you have to work out, you have to meditate, you have to journal. And it's like, man, who has time for all of that? If you are one of those people that has one of those morning routines, I have so much respect for you, but I just have never been able to adopt the whole thing. I'm proud that I journal fairly regularly. I read. I take time to myself. I lay in my sauna bag. That's time that I take to myself. Like That makes me proud and happy, and I don't think that you have to implement a whole crazy system in order to change your habits or in order to act on the information that you're taking in. For me, if I can take one or two large ideas from each book that I read and incorporate them into my life, that is what I consider a success for that specific book. So for example, I talked a few weeks ago about how we're reading deep work for our book club at Excelity. There's so much good information in here. It's woven in with a lot of really compelling stories about why we should work deeper. At the end of the book, I'm going to try to take one or two ideas and incorporate them into my life. You can always go back and revisit it, especially if you own the book or, I mean, we all have a local library. You can always read the book again. Sometimes I take a concept from a book, I will incorporate it in my life for maybe six to 12 months, and then I'll go back and I'll reread the book. I have I've read some of my favorite business books two, three, four, five times, like Essentialism, Radical Candor, Think and Grow Rich, I think is maybe four or five times at this point. And it doesn't all have to be 
physical reading either. I'll listen to Think and Grow Rich while I am in the shower or doing whatever. And I find that every single time that I reread the book, I come away with new information. So don't be afraid to revisit. You don't have to boil the entire ocean and take everything you read in a book and implement it immediately. My last piece of advice on this topic is make a backlog. I have an idea backlog category in my Todoist of things that I want to consider doing, but I know that I will not get to them in the immediate term. Like lately at work, I have been pretty slammed. And so while I'm coming up with these ideas or I'm seeing articles that I want to read or things I want to consider for the business, I'm just sticking them in the backlog. There is a whole collection of random product ideas I've come up with, process ideas. And I'm going to be honest, I don't get to that section of my Todoist as much as I want to. But what it does for me is it gets it out of my mind. It gets it written down and stored for when I do have the space to think outside of my day to day. It's not all the time. I would love to be able to sit down and have thinking time for two hours a day, but I just don't right now. And that's okay. I often go and look at the backlog when I'm traveling and I'm outside of my normal space and I can just think a little bit differently because I'm not in that day-to-day routine. All right, so if you are trying to get a better system around executing your ideas, make sure that you are considering the four topics that we covered today, reducing the amount of information that you're taking in, figuring out how much information you can take in and actually act on, figure out what acting on the information looks like for you, and then make a backlog so that you can put all of your random ideas there and you can come back and revisit them or not when you have time. All right, that is it for today. I hope you learned something. And if you did, share it with one person. It's working. We are really growing the listener base and increasing downloads on this podcast. And I'm so proud and so happy to be sharing all of the knowledgeable guests and the random information that floats around my brain with you. So just share it with one person and I will see you next time. 